Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to teach you the importance of adversity. I'll also be interviewing Fred Stuvik Jr., who is an expert in leadership, goal setting, and motivation. He's here today to discuss his new book, It Starts With You, Turn Your Goals Into Success. This book is an instruction manual that teaches you how to go about it by focusing on the only area where real change starts, your brain. For more information about Fred, please visit itstartswithyou.net. You may also purchase his book on Amazon or in the previous guest products in both stores at either jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. The importance of adversity. We've all had those days where it seems like nothing is going right. You spill your coffee, you forget your keys, you miss a deadline. When those situations happen, it can become very frustrating. One of the best questions you can always ask yourself during these situations is what am I learning about myself right now? When you have that opportunity to stop and reflect and to ask yourself that, you might be surprised of some blind spots that may be in your life. What I mean by that is this. If you find that you become incredibly angry, if you find that you perhaps overreact, that's a lesson there. Asking yourself that question allows you to be aware that you need to practice patience, that you need to practice self-control. Now, of course, those situations don't always happen, but we often experience adversity. That can be from people talking about us. There can be struggles at work or just opposition in our life. When those situations happen, it is important to reflect on the person you are. When you can recognize the integrity that you have and being true to yourself, you'll find upon reflection that you rose above that adversity. And the reason for that is this. When we allow adversity to overcome us, and to manipulate how we feel or lose sight of the vision that we have, we're like a ship in a storm being tossed about to and fro without any direction. Adversity is important for growth. Did you know that when you exercise, that the weights are just like adversity? When you lift weights, it stretches your muscles and there's very slight muscle tearing that happens. That muscle tearing is what allows for your muscles to actually grow and get bigger. So without adversity, you'll find that you will not grow and become the person you want to be. 
I live down here in Florida, and there's a certain type of palm tree that really thrives. During hurricane season, these palm trees have been known to be blown over. So basically, the top of them are on the ground. And when you see that, you think, oh my goodness, that tree is dead. But the reality is, it being bent over like that strengthens the roots, strengthens the core of the tree. And so once the hurricane is over, those trees bounce right back up. And they're stronger after the storm ends. That's a really good analogy for us. Adversity will always strike, and it can push you over, and it can cause havoc in your life. But when you're resolute of what your goals are, of who you are, or even the person you want to become, it doesn't matter what kind of adversity it is. You will overcome it. So when challenges happen, when adversity strikes, ask yourself, what am I learning about myself right now? Use it as an opportunity to grow and develop. And the more often you do that, you'll find that you skyrocket in your self-development and accomplish all your goals. Are you an expert in your field or an author who wants massive exposure? I am now looking for self-development experts to be a promotional guest on Lifeology. Currently, Lifeology has an average listenership of over 3 million people per episode. If you are ready to invest in your brand and promote yourself on Lifeology, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest and apply for this opportunity. This is only for a limited time and only a select few will be chosen. So if you're ready to reach a global audience, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest to apply. My guest today is Fred Stuvik Jr., who's an expert in leadership, goal setting, and motivation. He's here today to discuss his new book, It Starts With You, Turn Your Goals Into Success. Most books get you hyped to change with little guidance, but this book, similar to an instruction manual, teaches you how to go about it by focusing on the only area where real change starts, your brain. Welcome to my show, Fred. James, uh, uh, it's, it's a pleasure, and thank you for having me on, sir. Well, I am very honored as well. I'm also a junior as well, so we're going to get along very well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, you've done so much in your life. How did you even get started in the leadership type of industry? Well, it's, uh, it's somewhat of a long story. I can give you the, uh, probably give you the one-minute version. Sure. But, uh, you know, I, I grew up in a small coal mining town and did a, played a lot of sports and just through a just through a variety of uh, circumstances, I was you know recruited by a number of colleges and universities That's to play amazing. football. But I decided to go to the to the Naval Academy because it the values and the principles that they really espouse there, uh, uh, you know, I, I related related to them quite a bit. That mm. just resonated with me, and so you know, with the time that I spent at the Naval Academy and also spent, uh, you know, in my active military service and then, you know, later in business in the private and public sector and then starting up and selling my own company. I've had a lot of, uh, you know, hands-on experience as it, as it comes to leadership. And, you know, as you, I don't know, as you may or may not uh, agree, but, you know, my, my views on, on leadership, uh, or that the basic principles haven't really changed. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's a lot of buzzwords out there. And, <laughs> they really are. <laughs> and you know, but I think the same principles that applied back in Greece or Sparta or Kyoto, which was then the capital of J- Japan, uh-huh. and, or even the colonial Boston. I mean, those same principles uh, uh, apply today. I mean, mm-hmm. there are some variations due to the you know demography and you know the environment and technology and all that. But to be a 
you know, the, the leadership thing is, is, is something that's talked about a lot, but I, I think it's misunder, I think it's misunderstood to some extent. I think the return on investment on leadership training is, is very low because there's not one size fits all. Sure. I mean, yeah. leadership is something that can't be taught. It's something that has to be learned in, you know, in my opinion. So I, I would, I would submit that the sum total of my experience in, you know, in sports and, and in, in the military and in business and the lessons I learned are uh, applicable to, you know, to any environment. Mm -hmm. Of course you have to adapt and adjust, but they apply. Yes, they certainly do. I've actually had quite a few types of people who, who talk about leadership. I've had um, a professional hockey player who talk about what leadership means when it comes to not only sports, but also how you can translate that to the boardroom. Yeah. And, and that's the, uh, the difference. I think some people, just because you have a position or a title doesn't make you a leader. And that's, exactly. there's a difference between positional leadership mm -hmm. and personal leadership. And to me, I, personal leadership is much more powerful and it's much more long lasting because you can take that personal leadership anywhere. And, you know, I would, I would, uh, I would uh, submit that a, that a good leader is someone that even if you were in that title, those people would follow you mm -hmm. as you would fight them along in the journey. Yeah. And, you know, you have to set the example, uh, be a man or woman of your word, uh, ha have integrity mm -hmm. and you know, walk the talk. Yeah. What, what would you say, and we'll jump into your book in just a second, but what would you say, um, or why would you say rather that most people get a power trip when it comes to leadership? I think sometimes it could be because of their background. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they've never really followed, but uh, they probably haven't had the experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and and you know, the experience of leadership is something that takes place. You know, o over time. I mean, you, you know, you're in a position where you are following someone. They are giving you, you know, they're they're giving you orders or they're saying do this or do that. But it has to be in a culture and an environment that supports the best leadership principles. And I think that the Naval Academy and the military does that. So as you go on, those, re, those principles and values are, are reinforced mm, and you, you, mm. you learn, you learn the, the proper way and what to do and most importantly, what not to do. And, you know, there's no one leadership style that fits all. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's also based on, on personality and circumstances. I mean, for example, let's take a, let's take a company or a platoon or a football team, you know, in a, in a squad, you have 10, you know, in a, in a, uh, in a football team, you're going to have, well, I think it's 43 in the NFL, a little bit more in college, but not, not everybody responds to the same type of mm -hmm. motivation. And, and leadership, you know, one person, if you really get on them and, and yell at them or, you know, whatever, that, that, that'll be something that, you know, that'll, that'll drive them. That'll get them going by the same token. You have to, you have to also understand there are some people that don't respond to that. Exactly. And that's why there's no one size that fits all. So you have to be able to adjust your style based on the person and the, and, and, and the environment and the, culture, and, and the sure. circumstances. Yeah, exactly. I really like how you said that where, when the, the principles build on top of principles. And cause I think that's a great point because sometimes when people are put in a leadership role and they don't have the foundational practices or understanding of leadership, then that role is too great for their the, I guess their broken foundation, if you will, because they haven't been specifically taught what are 
the steps of leadership. And I think that's where some people aren't successful with it because for whatever reason, they just weren't taught it or they didn't apply it or didn't understand it. So I really like how you talk about principle built on principle. Yes. And, and you know, when you talk about leadership, you, 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 you see someone giving, giving an order. Well, I've, I've, you know, I've done that, but I, I try to uh, avoid giving a direct order. I mean, I, I think a good leader is going to explain, this is what we need to do. Okay. And then get buy-in. You have to be secure mm -hmm, exactly. because you don't have all the answers. Yes. So you have to involve your people in the development of, of, of the plan and the goals. And if you do that, they understand it. They may not agree, but at least they've had a part in the process and they move forward. And that's why the team is so important too, because a good leader is only as effective as the team. And, and as you know, you can get 10 all-stars. They may not do as well, but if you can get uh, you know, 10 people that have a good work ethic, have a good, mm -hmm. good, uh, you know, good values, they're going to work together pretty well and, and be successful. I mean, for example, look at the new England Patriots. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, they, they, they don't have a roster full of superstars, but the last time I checked, they won a few Super Bowls. <laughs> ten and two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's great. Let's transition over to your book. It starts with you turn your goals into success. What was the reason for you writing this book? Well, you know, my people sometimes look at my career and say, you know, what, what are you? And mm -hmm. I've, I've had a range of experience that I think is probably fairly unique in terms of your guest. I mean, with the sports and mm -hmm. the military, I've been in the private sector, I've been in the public sector, I've done an IPO. I've started up, you know, companies, sold companies. I have over 5 million frequent flyer miles. I've done wow. business on just about every, any country you can imagine. So that's amazing. Uh, yeah. It, it, and and w when I sold my company this last time, I was trying to sort out what to do. And I'd given a few talks and, uh, you know, one of the talks was to a Marine Rossi unit, at the university of Tennessee. And after mm -hmm. the talk, a few of the people came up and said, sir, I loved it. Where can I buy your book? And I go, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, they said, where did you, where did you, come up with that. And I said, those are just, this is what I believe that you need to mm. do to be successful. And, and so, you know, and a lot of people have also advised me or recommended that I write a book. And so I, so I said, fine, I'm going to, I'm going to write a book. I'd never written one before. So I, but I, I did publish the book and my goal is to, I have another book coming out. Actually, this one's going to be on leadership. This one is more of an operations manual, if you will. Mm. This next one's going to be on leadership. And I don't know what the third one's going to be. I like, I like the numbers three, five, and 10 G. Oh, nice. Okay. Simple. <laughs> so I like three. So I like say I've written three books. So I'll have <laughs> awesome. second one out next year. And then the year after that, I'll have the third one. That's great, Fred. I love it. What is this book about? People write books about success. I mean, I'm sure you've read books about success and I have too, but if you ever read a book and says, this is exactly and precisely what you need to do to be successful. And it isn't one thing that it wasn't one thing that enables you to be successful. It's really a number of things. Mm -hmm. And I cover these in, in, in the book, for example, uh, I talk about mindset. I mean, you have to get your mind right because the mind can be conditioned just like any other muscle yes. in your body. And if you train and condition your mind for success, uh, it's, it's going to, it's going to help you. For example, James, 
I mean, if you go into something or a, a presentation or a project and you're not really sure about it or you have some doubts, probably not going to work out. But if mm-hmm. you walk in and say, you know, I've, I've prepared, I've planned, I've, I've got this, it probably is going to work out. And, and a lot of that is, is based on the habits and the discipline. Yes. And, 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 and also, and then I talk about other things in my book and, you know, I can get into that, but it's basically, I, it's find something that you believe in and it's a good fit. Mm-hmm. And I think the belief portion, James, is so, so important because as I mentioned on my book, you are going to have periods of your life where you have adverse circumstances yes. and you're going to have failure. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to recover from that. And I have that, I address that in my book as well. But the most important thing is to, is to find something that you believe in that's going to make that difference and that's a good fit for you and then to get good at it. Because if you have that inner belief and you have those fundamentals there, that is going to enable you to weather those storms and emerge, maybe not unscathed, but stronger and, and wiser yes. than before. Piggybacking off what you said earlier is if your team doesn't buy into it, well, every aspect of our life has multiple versions of us. So if we are not truly buying into something or into into perhaps a new venture we want to start or into a new mindset, well, yeah, then it isn't going to be as successful as we want. You know, when it comes to personal integrity as well, if I know how I'm going to act Pretty much in every situation, let's say someone comes up and yells at me. Okay, well, I know what I'm going to do. If I'm sitting at home and I'm, I'm meditating, I know what that feels like. But so the point is, is that the more, the more you can trust yourself in every situation to say, regardless of circumstances, I know that I'm going to get through this. Um, regardless of, of what happens financially, I know I'm going to get through this. The more often you can remember and remind yourself and to be consistent in all areas, when adversity strikes and when you do get overwhelmed, it doesn't affect you as much because your mind is focused on your destination. Your mind is focused on that change. And so the more often we can be aware of, of that, we can trust ourselves that says, regardless of me being surprised, I'm still going to accomplish my goal. Yeah. And, and, that, and those are some of the things that I, I address in my book. For, for example, I talk about growth. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they say no pain, no gain. Mm-hmm. Well, no discomfort, no growth. You know, as you know, James, if things are going great today, but that's no guarantee yeah. that that things are going to be going good tomorrow. So you have to be aware of what's going on, accept what's going on, and then come up with a plan to uh, adapt. And as Darwin said, it's not the strong that survive. It's the uh, ones that, 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 that adapt. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, and the yeah. two, the two things that people have a real issue with, there's not many people do is, you know, adversity. I, I would submit that how you deal with adversity could be viewed as the as the single biggest challenge mm-hmm. in your life and mm-hmm. you have to look at it as a learning experience it's a challenge to overcome you have to be resilient you have to adapt and move on and, and you know some people you know why don't people act or why don't they do something they're worried about failure mm-hmm. well James, what's worse than failing? <laughs> not I, doing it, yeah. I, I would say not trying yeah. and never knowing. And that in and of itself is a failure because yes. the last thing you want to do, James, is 10 years from now, is sit there and say, what if? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I hate those two words. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and one of my favorite quotes is the last person in the race beats the person on the couch. And so it doesn't matter if you are at a different pace than other people in life. The fact that you did something is far greater than not doing something. And that's where those what if questions come in. So that's why it comes down to, you may not know the, the, the end result and the destination of what that looks like, but you have an idea where you want to go. You know, you think of a, a car trip. If you're in a car at night and you're driving from L.A. to New York, but all you have are just the headlights to see, well, that's just enough for you to get to the next stop and the next stop. And pretty soon, what was 20 feet out is now you're, you know, 900 miles away. But the point is you, you were consistent and you did one thing, which led to another thing, which led to another thing. In my field, we have what's called emotional forecasting. And so emotional forecasting is essentially in the moment, if we feel like we're failing or we feel overwhelmed or we feel anxious or whatever those negative um, emotions are, emotions aren't negative, but how we perceive them to be, it could be negative. And so if all of a sudden I say, oh my gosh, my life is always going to be this way, we've negatively emotionally forecast our future to say, what I feel now is not going to be the rest of my life. And so that's why so many people don't want to make some of these changes, or don't even want to start, is because we, we take a snapshot of what we feel right this second and project it to our future and say, what I feel today, I'm going to feel like that forever. And that, unfortunately, is one reason why many people give up or don't even start before, before they even have an opportunity to. Which is why goal setting is is, is so important. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned you mentioned the drive. Well, if you if you're going to drive from point A to point B, you you have a goal. So mm-hmm. the first thing you have to do is, you know, you have to have those goals, and then you have to have a plan, and then but you have to act on them, and you have to have the discipline to follow through. And if you do that, okay, even if you're just doing a little bit each day over time those incremental steps and those that incremental movement towards your goals they they all add up yes. but you you have to start if you never get off that couch if you don't start the race you never finish i've seen some things on facebook and i've talked about this on, on previous shows and it makes me chuckle it's because you know, i'll see people post things and say today i'm going to get the best job ever i'm going to win all this money today I often want to type back in a real snarky way and say, did you apply for the job? <laughs> because yes. often people think that, that success comes to them. But, you know, success is like a bank account. You only get out what you put into it. And so we may have all these dreams, but without action, like you said, without action, without trying, without movement, we won't be able to truly accomplish those dreams. And so the only way that people are, quote, self-made is when they actually do something. And, and you know, one of the problems you mentioned social media. I, I mean, it's some of it. You know, I don't know how much of it, but you know, a lot of it isn't real. People are just putting oh gosh, out their best, their best face forward, their best <laughs> situation. You got the yes. photo shop thing thing going on, but uh, I mean, everybody sees you know, the, the, the success and this is great. And I got this card and I got this job, but you, you know, if, if, if they want instant gratification, I mean, they're in for a very, very long wait. Yes. And some of the messages today are, are, are really, uh, it's, it's just about success and you deserve this and all that. I think, think we need to maybe step back and say, look, it's going to take a lot of hard work. It's it going to take some is. time and take some effort and it's not going to come easy, but it's going to be worth it. And if it does, you'll appreciate it more, yes. but if it's just handed to you, it's, it's going to eventually you'll lose it or, or you, or you won't value it as much. Well, strength that comes easy is truly not strength. And the more often we do certain things, that is where the tenacity and that's where the, the growth actually happens. Yeah, we had a, we had a situation one time in one of my companies where I won't get into all the gory details, but we had a severe 
cut in uh, cut in, in reimbursement from the government. We and, and so overnight, about forty-five percent of our revenue was gone. Hmm. I mean, just like that. And so, I mean, everybody was, and then a few other things happened and, you know, everybody was all upset. And so I went in the meeting, I said, this is great. I said, <laughs> this is great. I said, you know something? I think we've been complacent. We've been taking this for granted. I think we've been milking this thing. I think we need to get serious. So let's, let's change things. And oh, you wow. know, we, we did, it took some time, but at the end of the day, we actually ended up with more revenue and more profit because we got a little more serious and, and, you know, I, I will take the blame for that because, uh, I was too comfortable and that's one thing that people, you know, need to, to look at. You always need to be able to take a constructive look at yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. you have to be retrospective say, what can I do better or differently? And also be open to input and criticism or constructive criticism from other people, because, you know, leadership isn't having all the answers. It's also knowing about who to ask, exactly. who to listen to, and, and how to make an assessment and mm -hmm. move forward. Yes, that's very true. Well, unfortunately, Fred, our time is up. That time just flew by. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to purchase this phenomenal book, It Starts With You, Turn Your Goals Into Success, where would they find this information online? The website is called itstartswithyou.net. Itstartswithyou.net. And on my website, I have an overview of the book. I have blogs, I have interviews, I have podcasts, links to where the book can be purchased in hard copy, paperback, uh, ebook. It's on Amazon, Apple, and a number of venues. So I would en encourage uh, any of your listeners who are so inclined to take a look at it, look at the reviews on Amazon and other places, and uh, make a decision. Awesome. Well, my listeners also know that if I'm not able to find your book one more time, it starts with you. Turn your goals into success. They may go to either store at jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv, and it will be in the previous guest products there. Fred, thank you so much for being an awesome guest on my show today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, James. I appreciate it. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.